ever wanted to get fit like an athlete, get into the shape of your life, fulfill your true potential? I'm Coach Chloe, trainer of professional Olympic athletes and visionaries worldwide who want this for themselves and know that they are able or they're willing to fulfill their true potential and they're ready. So I decided to create a series of cardio audio workouts and mindset tips. I want to share my own lessons that I have learned as an athlete myself. I'm currently aiming for the Commonwealth Games and I want to share these with you and help you fulfill your true potential. Hey everyone, Coach Chloe here and today I thought it would be fun to just share four things that you can do to improve your runs and to feel stronger in all of your runs and all of these things are things that I have learnt through being coached by some of the top athletes in the world, um, being coached by Olympians, I have learnt many many cool things and I have tried and tested these things so many times and had that constant feedback from these coaches for so many years that it has been so ingrained in me that to me it's always been the norm. But then when I help other people with these sorts of things, it seems to be quite unknown. And so I thought this would be really cool to talk about. And maybe I will share more tips and things like that. I might even get my, my coaches on here and some of my friends who are amazing athletes on here and talk about how, you know, their journey to getting fit and advice for any of you as well. So four things that you can do to improve your runs. Now I'm going to do a, I'm going to talk about a couple of technical things as well as some other foundational things. Now the first one is slightly leaning forwards. And what I mean by that is if you stand up straight and you think of your the crown of your head going up towards the sky, then you're literally like you're running in one place. But if you slightly tip forwards, like you're trying to lean into the wind when it's a strong wind day, that is the sort of lean that I'm talking about that actually assists you with your running. And assisting meaning that it, how am I going to say this? It requires less effort from your body's behalf to run if you are adding that slight lean because if you think of when you run downhill your body just catches itself and it continues onwards and it's the same thing when you're running if you have that slight lean forwards then that's the natural momentum that your body needs to just keep on moving forwards right so next time you're running just be conscious of am I too upright am I even maybe backwards or am I slightly tipping forwards and you'll know if you're tipping forwards because you want to naturally catch yourself and move forwards okay so that's like a really really simple one now the second one is how you strike the ground with your feet now if you're here doing fart like interval stuff with me it is likely that you are more of a speed endurance slash speed power sort of person if you're here with high endurance I am not exactly the person for that and the technique may change according to that but from what we're talking about here with this sort of speed speed endurance stuff it's really important the way that you contact the floor because that can change the efficiency of energy transfer through the body so if you are if you bring your hand flat out in front and you just smack it on the floor 
and sm or smack it on your chair. So I'm just smacking it on my chair. Okay. And then if you hit the heel of your hand into the floor, can you feel how that's almost stopping you? And then if you hit your the tips of your fingers into the floor, can you see how that's also stopping you? Yes. So what about if you hit with the knuckles of your fingers? The knuckles of your fingers. What I notice when I do that is as soon as my hand hits, the palm of my hand wants to lift up. And so I'm hoping that you're getting what I'm saying. Maybe I'm going to have to video this so you can see. But when the knuckles and fingers of my hand hit what happens is my palm wants to almost spring upwards and so if that's the foot every time you're contacting with the mid to ball of the foot then it gives that foot more momentum to transfer forwards okay because if you're landing with the heel or if you're landing with the toe it's almost a little bit of blocking right whereas there might be in some sports where they do go on the heels um, or in some disciplines where they might be a little bit more heel dominant, but energy, energy wise and being efficient, it is really important of how you strike the ground with your feet. I do have a little video on how to run a little bit more like a gazelle instead of a hippo. And I will pop that link in the description here if that could be of any help to you. I hope that I'm explaining this well enough for you because I'm quite visual so that's why sometimes I need to close my eyes and imagine certain things in order to describe it now another one is where your focus is so just simply having an intention for your session can completely change your session it could completely change the energy and effort you put into your session it could change how fast you run it could change your mental state for your session and so that's why I like to have an intention before I go into a session so if I know I have a fartlek session and that I have five rounds of one minute and then 10 rounds of 30 seconds then I know okay my intention for that session is to just do the best that I can and improve my speed towards the end of my session and finish feeling really strong you know that could be a really simple intention for the session it could be an intention could be um, to just clear your mind to treat it more as like a moving meditation it could be to just improve your fitness you know at the end of this session I'm going to be even fitter than I was yesterday that's a great intention but where you put your focus, your, your energy goes. So that's why having an intention is important. Now, another thing of where your focus is, is during a session, where is your mind going? Because often when movements get hard or when maybe you're feeling the burn in your legs, if your mind has been conditioned to give up when something's hard or if your body isn't used to moving through pain moving through something that's challenging then the thoughts that follow might not be very helpful so you could just have a session where your intention is literally just to be aware and be the observer of your thoughts a hundred percent without judgment you know i'm just doing my session today just to be aware of what my thoughts are because i'm curious of what's really going on in my mind when i do something challenging 
And then because I have the awareness of what I'm actually saying to myself, then I'm able to give myself some tools for my next session to help myself through those moments. Okay, and once I had a session where I was working with the national record holder of France, we were doing a massive stairs session and it was, I think it was actually my very first session with him. I was shitting myself so nervous before I went to the track because I wanted to impress him. I wanted to do well by myself, but I was also really nervous of what was to come because I just knew like 400 meter training is really hard. (laughs) And we were doing all of these stairs and I was just being the observer of my thoughts. And I thought it was so interesting that the words that were coming into my head were so horrible. And it was because I was in like, I was in so much pain that I hadn't really experienced in a really long time because my body was so conditioned to a way of training that I was training in the past. And to do something that wasn't my norm, to do something that was really different, out of like so out of my comfort zone and really mentally challenging, that's what brought up all of these extra, like it was quite negative self-talk, which I, I was quite surprised that I still had in me. And so, you know, I, I was judgment free of myself. I was just the observer and I was very curious. And from that moment onwards, I was like, wow, okay, I didn't realize that I still had that much maybe doubt or disbelief of my ability or whatever so then my new focus for those particular type of sessions was okay I know in these sessions my mind just is in a little bit of a struggle so I am going to focus even more on in my warm-up creating a mental clarity that I need to support myself for my session And then during the session, during those hard stairs, I'm going to just repeat one specific affirmation the whole time and just see how I feel and just see if it changes anything. And I noticed that when I did that, it was a completely different experience because I actually knew that I was in control. Whereas the first session when I was feeling all those pains and struggles and I was just feeling sorry for myself and I forgot to recognize that I was still in control of my own thoughts. And so that's why I'm sharing that little story with you is because it's easy to forget. It happens to everybody. But if we can just play that game of being the observer without judgment, and use that as a guide to what we want to do moving forwards to help ourselves grow and evolve more, then it can be really potent and powerful. Okay, so let me know in the comments if this is helpful. And we have just one more thing. And this is one of the... Well, actually, let me just go back to the topic that we were just on, on the mindset stuff. Um, so I've had in the last couple of years, just through my stories, a few people had reached out to me on some of the stories that I had done when I had shared actually about these stair things and my mindset and stuff. And I had helped a few people who were training for half marathons and obviously it's very mental. It's more, it's probably more mental than physical for a half marathon. Well, really all sport. Um, but for these specific people, they had never run further than I don't know like 10k or something and so mentally they were really in doubt and 
weren't sure how they were going to be able to do it and so I shared some of these tools with them and gave them a few tips of homework on things to focus on and I actually found the screenshots of their replies to me after their half marathon just um, on the weekend and it was so cool because these girls were sharing about if it wasn't for learning how to become the observer of their thoughts and how to focus on their breathing and how to focus on an affirmation and be in control of their thoughts and their inner self-talk while they were running there's no way they could have finished it and having those tools helped them get through like the last seven or eight kilometers and they were the only things that they found had really helped for those last bits so that was really really cool to have found those messages and for those girls to have had those experiences because it really it really is such a game changer and if it if it can honestly if it can get somebody across the line like that who had never run that far before maybe hadn't even fully trained for it that's really potent and then that just leads into our last one which the same thing for these people um, anybody is having a really strong base foundation of core and glute strength because your core and your core so your trunk area so your core goes from like the base of your ribs down to your pubic bone wraps around your entire waist to your lower back if all of that is stable then you become a more efficient runner and I have found through working with professional rugby players here through working with um, different athletes in different sports is that when their core was stronger when they had stronger glutes and better hip stability they ran better and they ran faster and their performance improved a lot and they just felt completely different so if you want to learn those methods that I have taught many many athletes around the world I will pop the link for a 14 day free challenge to learn engagement that can help you feel stronger so I'll pop that in the description Um, But the other thing is, once you learn all of that, it's important to do efficient movement. You know, that's why obviously you're here with me doing these Farlek sessions, but doing efficient mindful movement, meaning core workouts, glute workouts, Pilates sessions, stretching or yoga, strength training, all of it needs to be efficient. You know, there's no point being in the gym for an hour if you could do the same thing, but more efficiently in half an hour. You know, what would you rather, easy or hard, efficient or non-efficient? And so I like to prescribe to people to do their core, like maybe five minutes of core and five minutes of butt, like just a little bit of activation sort of exercises before their runs because I've noticed that by just warming those areas up and stabilizing the area that they go on to feel stronger for the run. They feel like everything is just ready to go, like think one lady said that she ended up running an extra 5k on top of what she normally would just because she felt so amazing and that was the only thing that she did differently but she said her body just felt so different she felt like she was so much more able to do more than what she normally was so that was really cool so 
that's how I personally do things. That's how I recommend things to clients. If you would like to have a private consult or a private program personalized for you, I will pop my email below or I'll pop my calendar below, I should say, and you can book in for a private consult with me um, for 90 euros. Uh, if it's a program consult, then that's 150. Okay, otherwise, I look forward to connecting with you on another episode. But if you have any specific questions around getting fit like an athlete, please do pop them in the comments below. I would love to address any questions that you might have. And I will see you again soon. Bye.